Oh, hi there. Hello. Hey now. Hola. And ba weep grana weep mini bong. However you want to say it. Welcome to that Kev One Show. You may know my esteemed guest today from many standout moments from works of art such as Distant Vision, directed by Francis Ford Coppola, The Intense Giovanni and Three of a Kind, now streaming, quite possibly from Carl Weber's family business as Antonio, alongside Darren Henson, Ernie Hudson, Armando Sante, Michael J. White, such a huge, talented cast I can go on and on about, or as Lefty on multiple episodes of His Always Sunny in Philadelphia. As I said, I can go on and on and on. And if you know me, I often do. <laughs> I know him as my paisan, fellow Italian-American actor, and most importantly, friend. Please welcome to the show, Mario Di Donato. Hey, hey, thank you so much, Kevin. Are you kidding me? I'm not thinking about it, you know? Boom. It's been too long. It's been far too long, man. <laughs> it's been too long, and honestly, it's like you're the guy who should be working all the time because it's kind of like... You're the guy that diffuses the bomb when everybody's an asshole in the room and you get everybody happy and everyone likes you and <laughs> hang out at lunch. So Thanks I expect so you to be working all the time because also, you know, to be typecast that you're like, you're like one of my uncles. They're all redheaded. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, and people would always think they were Irish, which is hilarious. Yeah. Just have red hair, but people just kind of have that. That thing in mind, red hair, Ireland. But that reminds me, like when I, like me, probably the first year I met you, you were singing uh, with the maestro and everything, and he like would always kind of make fun that yes. he would he would call you Mexican, even though you're very Italian, like, you know, and he would well, say, yeah. well, we know Kevin's Italian, you know, me, and I look like yeah. a freaking Michael J. Fox well, with a beard, maybe or something, you know, it's kind well, of funny. <laughs> you know, he was he was 96, and his, yeah. little, his little sister Anita oh, was yeah. 86, mm -hmm. and so. When I went to meet him, I happened to be, I was painting or doing street work or something. Mm. So I knock <laughs> on the door and his little sister answers. And I could tell she was Italian immediately. And I said, oh, yeah. from this and she said, I don't speak Mexican. <laughs> and, which means I don't speak Mexican. Wait. And so I hear her yelling because she only yelled. She never spoke. <laughs> and she said, I don't know. You know, he's a Mexican. I don't <laughs> And so he comes to the door, and he says, Ani, he's Italian. First of all, I'm Italiano. And so that was, that was my intro. And she's going, oh, my God, I don't believe him. Why you have a little Why do you have this uh, bandana on your head? <laughs> you look like there's a sweat. It's hot, right? Like, like, I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> bandanas also on their heads, you know, mm -hmm. but... Um, she just assumed that I was Mexican because they lived in a, in a gang neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And so we either had, you know, the red or the blue handkerchief, and I just mm -hmm. happened to have it on my head. So she was typecasting mm -hmm. <laughs> in this area that you know. So just busting our balls, you know? Mm -hmm. You still sing at all? I, you know what? I really, mm -hmm. I do funny shit. You know, like I, I, years ago, I did that Who's Your Daddy song with Kathleen. Mm -hmm. And Kathleen, mm -hmm. who sounds like she's five black women. Yeah. Well, there was a, a remake of it <laughs> this last year, like a new extended clip mm. mix. And so, um, you know, I do funny stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. No, nothing, yeah. Um, nothing to be, nothing to be proud of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. It makes me laugh. It's fun. So that's that. 
Yeah, I wish I could sing. I, I just, I, I wouldn't even train with Maestro like you guys were doing because just, I don't oh, know. No. It's like I, I can I do voices, sing. but you know, no. it's you know. I can't sing. I just thought it would help me to, mm. uh, you know, for whatever I needed to do. Yeah. Uh, I so much don't sing that a uh, hundred years ago. I'll tell you a quick story. Sure. Yeah. I, I was depressed. I couldn't get in on The Godfather Three, mm. and so my buddy from. Um, Virginia says to me, "Come on, boy, let's go to the uh, let's go to the beach. Let's go look at some ladies, you know." And I was like, "Nah, I don't feel like." And so I, I ended up going with him. And, and while we're on the beach, we meet like three really attractive, nice girls. And mm-hmm. and he says, "They asked what he did. He said he was a musician, blah blah blah." And the one said, "Oh, I'm I'm a, an assistant casting director." Oh. And he says, "Get out of here! My boy's an actor. What you working on?" And she says, "I'm um." I'm working with Roger Masenden on The Godfather 3. Oh, and he says, Boy, how much God love you? It was like that. <laughs> so she says, Oh, do you speak Italian? I said, Yeah. And she said, Do you sing opera? And I said, Yes. And um, like two days later, I get a call from Roger Masenden to come in. No, I don't sing opera. I don't sing, period. At that point, I, I never took a class in me. And so I go in, they give me sides, and I get a call back. And this guy's supposed to sing an arietta. And so he never mentioned the arietta, so on the call back, he said, next time you come in, you're going to meet producers, and be sure to, um, to sing an arietta. Hmm. And so I had so much anxiety. Yeah. Because I lied, basically. Oh. And so when I came in, um, the producer was there, whose name I can't remember right now. He's, he's a big, big, um, right? Yeah, we well, have to be friend. Godfather 3, Coppola. Yeah, yeah right. it so, was I mean, big. And, and yeah. you know, I, I, met, I met Coppola, and, oh. then, uh, yeah. and he says, this is Mario. And so we talked, this, that, and the other, and I, are you okay? And I need a glass of water, blah, 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 blah. And I just said, I don't sing opera. Yeah. So Mascendant's face drops, and he says, you lied. Oh, and I said, yes. Oh, and before anybody could say anything, I said, thank you very much. And I left. Oh. So cut to, I want to say, I don't know, 25 years later, I get this call um, for a, a couple of pieces. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, this, that's how that came from. Augustino, yeah, right? That's how you yes. Got... Wow. Yeah, so I went to, to this dance studio to meet the casting director. And uh, it was really loosey-goosey, kind of really cool, nice. And, yeah. okay. and so when I walk in, the only person in the room, room is Coppola. Oh, my God, really? Yes. Wow. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, what? What's going on here? So, anyway, he says, Mario, sit down. And he's looking at my eyes and my ears, my hair, and my shoes. He's just, like, really looking me over. And you can tell he's thinking. I don't know what the hell he's thinking. And um, he says, uh, do you speak Italian? I said, yeah. And he says, speak. <laughs> so I say something like, oh, you me chiamo Mario. Sono della provincia di Berlino. Sono nato. This, that, and And he says, no, no, no. I, I mean, Napoli Don dialect. Hmm. And I said, oh, okay. So I said, come stand again, Marius, or the Avalene. You know, so I changed the whole thing. And he says, oh, good, 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 like that. So he says to me, do you know any 
Holland songs. Mm. And I say, yeah. And he goes, sing one. Yeah. And did you just so like, like, try it, like skinning a cat maybe, or did you just do just, it, or just, just miraculous? Like that, he says. And he goes, one, two, and he claps his hands. And I start singing this old Italian song, which is called Mamma. And he goes, Mamma, ma la più bella canzone sei tu, sei tu la vita, which means, uh, mother, the most beautiful song in the world is you, you're my life, my eyes, but it goes on and on. And I go through one verse. And my voice keeps getting deeper and deeper until I'm talking like this. Okay. <laughs> and the reason, it's funny now, but the reason is, this song, Mama, is is, uh, is a famous song that when you're at an Italian wedding, and there's a song and, uh, and a dance, which is Mama, uh, between the groom and his mother, and this is his last dance with his mother. I can't even fucking talk right oh, now. Yeah. Uh, before she she hands him off to his bride. Mm. So it's the last dance, right? Yeah. And so, uh, of course, I lose it, and uh, I'm a piece of shit. He's crying. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm crying. Magic. Oh, yeah. And he said, why is it that no Neapolitan man, uh, you know, he, he, the Neapolitan man cannot cry without, you know, talking about his mother, singing about his mother. And I mouthed, I'll never dance that dance with my mother because she died before I got married. Yeah, I that. Oh, yeah. So I was like 10 months old when my mother died. So I could never listen to that song because I'd never dance that dance. <sighs> So needless to say, I just thought, I can't fucking speak. I lost my voice. You know, it was just really, really, really kind of guttural. Mm -hmm. And um, he said, thank you. You know, that's all I need. You know, it's okay. You don't have to speak. Just like that. Mm -hmm. And so I left her, and I just thought, ah, I bombed. It's the payback from the lion fucking 30 years ago. <sighs> you know, because for a second there, I'm just thinking, <laughs> you remembered, and yeah. you made me sing, you know, and all that. Yeah. But that but then I booked it, and he told yeah. me that I reminded him of his uncle. Oh, yeah? And, yeah, and that's why I, I got the part. Huh. Oh, that's so, yeah. incredible, yeah. Oh, isn't my God. That, crazy, that, crazy yeah. that just would have been an incredible just couple of story, just period, even if you didn't get it, but the fact that you got it, I mean, oh. Yeah, and, and it was like eight <sighs> weeks, and, and even before we, we actually shot anything, like there were always like cold cuts and food and coffee, and we just like did exercises and fun games and, and stuff like this so that we could establish that we were family members. And this is an old, old process that they just don't have the money, to they, they don't put it in the budget anymore to work like this. Huh. But he does. Yeah. You know, it was like, I think, five weeks of just basically eating and laughing and listening oh, to stories. Really becoming fan. Well, was it, and was that, what, 2014 maybe? or Something like oh, that. Yeah. A while ago. It was about 10 years ago, I'd say. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I remember there was some picture that was just so touching before Kathleen told me what it was about, or maybe you told me, or both of you. You had on your old, in your, I'm guessing, old house now in L.A., um dedicated to your mother it's like you and you're looking you're looking on really somber it was like a picture dedicated to your mother you know 
So it, I knew a little bit about that with you, but I didn't know the whole, you know, all about well, it. Well, the, the story behind that was my friend Nancy Billington has just passed last year. Mm. So wonderful, so. wonderful woman. And mm. she was studying photography. And she said to me, can I shoot you? And I was like, ah, Nancy's not really into it. She <laughs> said, well, I need it for my final exam. I need to, like, a compilation of pictures, this, that, and the other. And I said to her, I said, you know what? I said, I'll do it if, um, like, it's a story and they're not just pretty mm. pictures kind mm -hmm. of thing. So if we can do a story. And so uh, she said, yeah, I would love that. And so what do I need to do? And I said, just show up. <laughs> and you just take pictures. And we'll make a story. And so I went to the to the market. And I got, like, fresh mozzarella and, and cheese and bread and olive oil and, and all this kind of thing. And because my apartment was very 40s anyway, everything, it looked like, you know, your grandmother's house, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so she came in and and uh, and I had all this food and she started to nibble. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you're going to cook. I'm glad we're not going to. And I said, Nance, you're touching the problem. Stop. <laughs> and, she said, and I said, well, you need to go get your camera and I'm going to change. And I'm going to prepare a meal. And you just document this meal. Hmm. And so uh, she did. And she did. And um, uh, by the end of it, she realized that it was an homage. And it was a dinner between this man and his mother. Wow. And she put together the piece, which was probably like 25 or 30 photos and the, the, the backdrop was the Cavalleria Rusticana, which is one of my favorite pieces. And by the time you're halfway through, this probably a minute and a half uh, short, you're just reduced to juice because it's the music and, and the visual. And you just think that it's, it's a vintage film and with yeah. skills and just this music and, and these hands and, you know, uh, and it, it, and she ended up, of course, getting, she got an A, and her mm. professor was crying. <laughs> You're just making everyone cry, Mario, you know? Well, you know what? <laughs> what are going to do? It's what I do. But we ended up doing another project in, you know, on, in, on Bronson, the, uh, the Batman cave. We mm. did a, a, this project where I was telling her about these Italians that live in, in actual caves, you know, for centuries mm. in Italy, and they speak the dialect that's like Uga Booga, you know, they're, they're mm. so removed from modern society. And so I, I had two of my kids, I, uh, Paolo was probably two, and Dominica was, I want to say, four, and Tina, and we just, uh, like, took a chair and just, like, little props and this old baby doll, and I had them in... Uh, like uh, old, um, like tank tops uh, as their garb, you know. Mm -hmm. And the piece was so stunning that it ended up in Florence in a gallery. The, the whole, all the oh whole my! Story. How did it end up there? That's incredible. She went. She went to Italy. She was showing a friend of hers who called uh, wherever it ended up being. It. I forget. I have the information somewhere. And they said we want to do a, a, an exhibit. And they just thought that, the, you know, these images were, like, archived. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and it wow. Was just, <laughs> so it was so great to work with her with no words and just telling a story. Um, 
you know, without the nuisance of sound. So that was that was an incredible, incredible uh, thing. And like you know, the things like that are always your favorite pieces, as opposed to you know, like some big production and. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, "Oh my God, you're amazing!" And then we're in it, and they treat you great for the day, and then you're back to you know who you are. Thank God. And um, so that was the story with that. Yeah. Huh. I can't believe you remember that photo. That's crazy. Yeah, That's it was really touching. I remember it was it was around the corner from the entryway on the way to the bedrooms. Yeah, I remember. Yes. <laughs> crazy because the, the whole thing was in black and white and then mm-hmm. the very last image which is at the very last note of the Cavalleria Rusticana and then that picture is in black and white and it turns into color hmm. and so mm-hmm. it was deep and I'm going to start crying again oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I won't cry so that's the story of a guy I thought you were going to ask me about sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, well, yeah, we can get, get there, too. Uh, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a good story. You playing, you playing Lefty in uh, at least, it was like a two, was it a four-parter? Or two, I know it was a two-parter where they owed money was, and you were. You know, it was a, it was a two-part. And actually, because they don't have guest stars come back for whatever mm-hmm. reason. That's what they told us. But mm-hmm. because those two, uh, that back-to-back episode is the favorite amongst um viewers and so they actually called us back and uh he goes by fat james the heavy set guy okay yeah. fucking wonderful <sighs> fat james who was 40 passed away oh man wow and so of course we, we didn't do it but the, oh. the interesting thing about that i've never seen the show before <sighs> and my uh my my manager says uh, you know go in Santa Monica for this part. I'll send you the sides. So he sends me the sides, and it was literally two words like the plant. Huh. Okay. Mm. And so I had a fucking shit attitude. <laughs> like, why am I going here? I'm a glorified extra. Blah blah blah. No, kind of deal or what? Even me, it's like oh. just give it to somebody, man. Oh. You know, there's somebody doing sound. There's somebody doing mm. whatever. Give, just give somebody that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Two words. The grip or something. Yeah, yeah. Brother-in-law, something <laughs> yeah. like this. And so I had a bad attitude, but I realized on the way there, uh, like you'd never know. Once I, I come in, it's like I never want to go out. And then when I'm at the party, you think that's all I want to do. And so I, I just, the, the way to get out of a bad attitude for me was always, okay, I'm reading for Scorsese. Mm, just in your mind, you're doing that, yeah. In my mind, I'm reading for Scorsese. I mean, you're playing like a mafia guy, so you kind of, it's pretty easy to jump to that, right? So, yeah. I just thought, you know what? Uh, it's, I'm sure it's a caricature. There was not even like a description, you know, it was mm. just these two words. Mm. So, so I go in and um, I, I, I do them. I just did them as well as I could. Mm-hmm. And so I get a call back and I was like, you got to be kidding me. You can't just get this job. And I shut myself up and, and I go in. And so there were all these lines, actually the lines mm. that I was reading were not my lines. Huh. Because I was then to just sit at this poker table. Look intimidating right? kind of deal or what? Just Well no, oh. I was just, you know, incidental to these other actors doing their lines, these mm. other characters. Hmm. And so what happened was uh I had cards in front of me and I just brought the cards about four inches away from my face and I just shuffled them the entire time. I just kept reorchestrating 
which card should be in front of which card. That because I had nothing to do, hmm. and so I just I just did that. Well, the the curly haired guy that's on the show hmm. lets out such a laugh and comes up to me and says, "Do you want to go to Philadelphia?" Hmm. And I said, "Yeah." I said, "I'd like that." <laughs> and so they said they handed me someone else's lines. Um, and so I just, um, I just improv. And I said, you know, I, I mentioned the other guy's hands being beautiful. That was in the improv. Oh, you know, yeah. I just, I just you call them like pussy hands or something or grilling no, hands I, I or something. I, mean, I just say, somebody says something about somebody's hands and yeah. I say, they're beautiful or something. Oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. And so. They give you so a look like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I looked in and I got these other lines and I ended up going to Philly and it was a blast. Wow. And. Well, Danny DeVito is probably the most humble uh, actor I've ever met. And he knocks on everyone's door, and then he goes into holding to every extra, and he introduces himself. Oh, my God. And, and mm. thanks, genuinely thanks everybody, each and every person individually, for coming and, and helping. Oh. Like, like you're doing him a favor. Oh, my God. That's so amazing yeah. that he does that. I mean, wow. Yeah, he, he, he did it like, uh, like the stand-ins, like the extras, like the actors oh, were doing kind of personal yeah. favor by you know, flying out to. Um, God, that's you know, incredible. I mean, because he's been yeah. famous from like you know yeah. before we were born, and you know I mean, the fact yeah. he would do it. I mean, of course. Yeah. Oh man, that's in the front. Yeah. He's so humble, and he's he's no spring chicken, so that's got it, yeah. you know energy expenditures to do that anyway. You know the legwork. Uh -huh. It's not like he's just throwing money around and having his assistant send no. a, you know, no. something, a thank you no, of some no. sort. No, not wow. Not at all. That wow. That's so yeah. awesome to hear. Yep. Yep. So he, he was, you know, like you tell him anything and he makes a story out of it. You know, I told him it was from Elizabeth. He's like, oh, my God, I had so many great meals in Elizabeth and, you know, living in Newark and that, 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 and just going on and on. And it was like, you know, just going back to the neighborhood and seeing one of your friend's fathers. Huh, wow. Yeah, it was very much like that. Huh. So, yeah, it was great. He was a great guy. And everybody on the set was just, it was kind of, Kev, it was kind of like a bunch of friends getting together and deciding to shoot something. It was really more like that than it was anything else it really was it does seem so like independent fun. film kind of especially the early seasons right but i mean uh yeah i don't know what it's like I, I, oh he said to this day you really haven't watched much of it you, did you watch your you episodes what? or what I, I honestly i still don't have i still don't have uh, a television mm. and i i don't watch i don't mm. it's just not like racing it's just kind of like mm -hmm. I, I don't i don't watch tv and and i don't follow stuff and mm. even on you know, uh, are you like business. are you like Gene Hackman, where you don't watch your own stuff, or do you make a point to watch your stuff, or no? No, I I don't I don't watch TV. Period. So mm. it's not go home and I, I binge on on Netflix. Mm -hmm. or that. I just don't. I've got coffee beans to roast. I got mm -hmm. kids. I got, you know, yeah. and, and I, I'm really not that interested. Huh. And yeah. not that I'm not happy to work. I'm no, very no, happy yeah. to work. Uh, but you know, even with. The show that I'm on now, I, I've never read a, a script. I read my sides, and you know, and I do my work on on the sides. Mm -hmm. 
And because, you know, at like 47, I was diagnosed with ADD, ADHD. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I was like, what? what do you mean? Is that what it And I remember the doctor was laughing. And <laughs> he offered me um, a prescription that would help me. And I said, no, no, no. I said, I'm good, you know. And he laughed out loud, and was like, you know, I, I was kind of like, "What the fuck is what the fuck is your problem?" Kind of thing. I didn't <laughs> yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but why do you keep laughing? And he says to me, "Mario, I get at least five people a week that try to convince me of what I'm diagnosing you to have, and you're saying no to what people come in here and pretend so they can get this prescription. That's why I'm." Oh, okay. Like, I yeah. said, that's funny. I said, you know, <laughs> that's good. That's like, could be the script. <laughs> that, that yeah. So that did you, did helped. you take the meds or did you just take them and keep them no. in case? No, still didn't. No, I, yeah. I, I didn't because I was just, I just was afraid that maybe I would like them or depend on them and what would happen if I go to get my meds. Yeah. You know, so that, so my, my paranoia came in. I mean, like, I grew up with people that would, would fight you. Like, oh. you were trying to give them poison when you offered them aspirin. So, oh. And so, to this day, like, you still don't take anything for the those uh, conditions? No, I, no. I don't. Hmm. I, just, I just know, uh, you know, the, the, if there's no improv in work, and it's, like, really, really, really to the word, um, it's difficult because, you know, words jump and, and they do all kinds of things for mm. me. And um, it's like soap operas terrify me. I, oh, I my God. All that dialogue. Yeah. yeah. I had someone from Young the, the, the Restless on a few episodes back. And, man, that's just insane. The turnaround insane. on that, it's it just is. wild. It is because it's not just a dialogue. Well, the script person is living in your ass while, you know. Man. Oh, they have. Yeah, I imagine they have to because it's like a. Not that it's not an art, but it's like an assembly it's, line. It's just like boom, 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 one take, two take, or one take and a half, boom, good, you know? <laughs> it's, it, it's the art of technique. Yeah. It's this, I knew a girl that had between 20 and 30 pages per day, and she had the gift of memory, and huh. she'd say to me something like, okay, I don't want to see you until after nine because I need three hours to work on my script. <sighs> Man. Yeah. Three hours. Three hours is like, you know, ten yeah. lines for me. And um, and it is a it, it is an art form because not only is it dialogue, but the whole thing revolves around. It's like if I say, uh, Kevin, mm -hmm. have you seen Marlena? Mm -hmm. um, and if you mess it up, my my cue is fucked up, and I'm boom. You know? No, no, no. It's oh. not just that. Oh. It's like, open the door, oh. Kevin. Where's Marlena? walk to the back window, look out. Yeah. She was supposed to be here at 1245. Go to the phone, dial. I mean, there's so many actions huh. that just knowing your lines is certainly not enough. And so if, if you suffer from any kind of dyslexia, whatever, wow. it, it, it's like going into um, the fun house where the mirrors all fucking... There's got to be tons of actors with, with uh, dyslexia and the like that like probably can only do 
acting yes. and stuff. And it's like, well, I can do this, but I can't function at a, you know, quote, regular job and quote, you know what I mean? <laughs> they can do this yeah. amazing blocking and, but it has to be so bump, 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 almost like military or like, you know what I mean? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's, I mean, I, I wish I had that. It's like, you know, when I, I had a painting business years ago and I would, uh, I, I had a great business, but what I would do is I would, um, I would sand everything around and sand it again, blah, 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 blah. But I wouldn't finish walls. I'd go on to the next wall. Oh. And then, and then a little bit of the next wall. Huh. And then I would make it back to the first wall. And it's like cooking for me. So I'll have four things on the stove. And so hmm. I'll tend to each one of them as opposed to, you know, getting all the ingredients, putting, putting them together and sticking everything in one pot. It's the same with that also. It's like the attention is crazy, and it's, you know, uh, the, the, huh. it's a challenge. Yeah. Oh. But, you know, you look at what you're going to do. Yeah. Huh. Do you have any other side hustles now? Because you, you were always had the side hustles. You were acting and everything, even more than I knew, apparently. Because some of these credits, like, wait, I was in town during that. But uh, you were taking, oh. you took the best headshot of me to this day. My best headshot's from you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I want to get to that day because you were late. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna kill this kid. I'm gonna kill an actual Italian. I don't believe this, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, especially at the time, because it's like every moment of my freaking day was. Oh yeah, things. all the kids, you everything. Know, yeah, just just so many things. Um, yeah. But you, uh, what you did in 20 minutes, like it's like, well, there's nothing left to do. You went from A to to, to you know the uh, Armenian alphabet. <laughs> uh, uh, so it's like I didn't have to prime you, I didn't have to prep you, I didn't have to show you. Because um, uh, a lot of times I would give people a little tutorial on on um, uh, auditioning for commercials, let's say, or I would teach them how to not do a lie or smile. You know what I mean? Stuff like this. And you yeah. just pulled everything out of your fucking bag of tricks. And I was oh, like, thanks. wow, this kid was like so prepared. It's like, there's, he needs nothing from me. It's like I didn't need to do them because you were emotionally honest in everything you did. Oh, and so for me as a photographer, it was never about a pretty picture if there's that liar smile or there's that Jackie, Jackie O, that Jacqueline Kennedy uh, um, smile of terror. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. So yeah, you turned it out that day. I remember uh, it was in the garage in Studio City. Yeah. I remember that. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And you still look the same. I know you're a fucking vampire. I, that, I, I did avoid the sun because I just burned. I mean, I remember when I first went to L.A. And I met our mutual friend, uh, Kathleen, at Moe's when I just was visiting. Because I just wanted, I wanted to see how, if I would just turn to burst in the flames coming to L.A. So I just visited and I met her at Moe's that night. Uh, crossing balls, big boy. Um, but yeah, no, and then I avoid the sun, and here, of course, here in Portland, there's, like, no sun most of the time, so, knock on wood, you know? <laughs> oh, wait a second. Yeah. Now, how is it that you and Kat didn't get married? I don't know, I just didn't... Because you know, you're, you're the one that got away, I'm certain, and then she yeah? didn't tell me that. She says that? She didn't say that, oh. I know, because her eyes say everything. You're like, I see it in her eyes. It's like... Terrible liars. That's why I would. I would be honored if, like, say she couldn't get somewhere in a scene, and you just whisper as a director, like, in a project, you're like, Kevin. And, oh, she gets her emotionally, and then it's like this whole story. Drop her eggs. She would drop her eggs. Yeah. 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 Y
Okay. I wouldn't do that to her. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think you were the one, if I could say Aww. that. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's not that sweet. <laughs> like, it's tragic, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, oh, On Jesus. the other side, it's not that sweet. It's a no, Greek tragedy. Saying. Oh. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> As it should be. As it should be. Balance. Mm. Well, speaking of, like, uh, love and all that, how's your beautiful family doing? Or however much you want to say public. I don't know if you're a public out there you know, fam fam or what. But... Yeah, the family's good, thank God. The kids yeah. are all older, so I don't Yeah. Romeo and everybody. And, oh. Yeah, because, you know, I was always afraid of, of the kids getting into the business because um, it's just dangerous. My mind goes to places like, yeah. you know, kids and... Mm-hmm. And you got to live in Shadow Hills or Woodland Hills or something like this. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I never liked that. And it's funny because my kids went to Waldorf school. And, and what's that? They, See, for those of those who aren't familiar with Hollywood, and that sounds like a Harry Potter place, what, what is that school? It's, it's a Rudolph <laughs> Steiner school. Oh. And, and oh. your kids basically uh, are taught through uh, nature. And oh, okay. there's wow. a no media policy. Like zero, hmm. like you no phones. Oh wow! No, no phones, no media, and so when they get older, of course the kids now sneak over their friends' houses or they sneak in the TV, whatever the story is. And one of the kids told one of my kids that they saw me on TV with a gun, hmm. and so you know he approached me and he said, "Dad, can you believe that he thought he saw you on TV with a gun?" And I was like, "Well." That was me. <laughs> it could have been this or that, actually. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I explained to him that, you know, that uh, I acted, you know, because they didn't know or give it. Oh, they didn't. About. Oh, is this your youngest no. or? Oh, these were these were all my kids basically. They huh. they never they never saw me do anything. I never you know brought home an episode of anything or or anything like that. I just didn't. Hmm. And so, and it's weird because there were actors that went to the school um, that uh, were parents, like the guy from Friends, uh, Joey. Joey from Friends. Mm-hmm. His kids were there. Okay. And, uh, the block um, kids? Okay. Who else? There was a bunch of them. C. Riley. John C. Riley's kids? John C. Riley's kids, yeah. And, um, wow. There were a bunch of them. It's yeah. interesting that you're in this business and you don't know about it. I mean, you know, they just because then they're not gonna, and and for me it was always, you know, there was a lot of work and I was happy to do work, but it was always, or for the most part, thank God for typecasting. But I was killing <laughs> somebody or I was getting killed, and so it's like, what, what's what's there to brag and boast about? Like, mm. what am I gonna yeah. share with my kids? You know, this is how I paid for this forty thousand dollars school. No, uh. yeah. well, it's like so. That was like a, a whole separate life, but also different people knew me as different things. So it's like because I, I was shooting a lot of people from modeling agencies, so people just knew me as a photographer, and then there were people that knew me as an actor. Then there's people that know me as the pizza guy. Mm-hmm. There's people that know me as the the organic coffee roaster, uh, the painter. You know, so all these side hustles, people. I never talked about each other hustle, including acting. I never did. So, you know, if I was um, working on someone's house, 
that was in the business, I never said. I mean, I, I, I had actors or producers say, you got a great personality. You should think about acting. And I'd say, no, 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 no. Too many crazy people. And they'd laugh and leave me alone. That was it. Because I didn't like mixing mediums anyway, because it's just, it's just ugly. Hmm. You know, when I had, when I had Steampunk, the, the breakfast place, mm-hmm. there were a lot of stars that would come in. And I would tell my partner, who um, she worked with George Clooney for like 10 years. And so she was funny, funny, smart, Jewish, quick-witted. And so she'd always want to tell me who just walked in. And I would say to her, if you tell me who it is, I go the other way. I'll go to the kitchen. I'm not going to be myself. Hmm. And if I'm not going to be myself, I'm not going to want to be there. And so, like, we had this deal. You want to get rid of me? Tell me, you know, Stallone just walked in. I'm not going to do it. Hmm. So, and because I don't recognize people anyway, yeah. um, it's it just works for me. It just works for me huh. because it's 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 too confusing and it's too many things and it's weird because yeah. people want to have the breakfast. They don't want you to say, "Oh my God, I loved you in the days after yeah. or whatever." And by the way, I'm an actor too, and you know, yeah, yes, it seems. And yeah, here's my resume, and you know, if you ever need a Guido, let me know. Yeah. You know, I mean, what do you do? It's just weird. So, um, so that's that. So those are those, those side hustles still go on. And, and I, I have, I got rid of steampunk. I don't have anything to do with Vita's boots anymore. Oh, no. I don't do construction or tiling or any of that or, or house restoration, which is not like renovation. Restoration is a pain in the ass. You get a 1920s bathroom that has 30, um, car tiles from, the cumulative um, <laughs> styles and, and, and from earthquakes and it's it's easier to knock everything out and start new but I'm the guy who would take three days to chip out each tile and then get new ones baked hmm. you know for that color yeah. through this friend of mine Cindy Newman um, so I still I do have a cafe called Belly Fratelli, which means beautiful brothers or good brothers, because mm. growing up in Jersey, when you would see the, the, me and my brothers, you know, the Italians would say, ma, guarda che belli fratelli, and because I have all sons, mm. I called it good brothers. And um, so I have a location, I have a, a, a little cafe, which is wonderful, because um, it is in the lobby of a medical facility near St. Joseph's right across from the Disney Cancer Center mm. and when I was approached to take over the space they wanted to do a kiosk with like 7-Eleven sandwiches and mm. like pretzels and Coca-Cola and potato chips and I was like eh. but yeah, I really don't want to do that but the building was kind of on me because they wanted somebody with like 10 years experience and I'm thinking to push potato chips you're going to be kidding me <laughs> so I told them I would like to make a proper cafe here. If I had my druthers, I would, you know, have pizza and I would roast on the premises. And I said I couldn't. But they did allow me to bring in plumbing and electrical and create this cafe. So if you're going in for chemo, you're going to have you're going to have a, a cappuccino like you're in Italy, and you're going to have a fresh croissant that was baked at 5 a.m. Oh wow! Or a salad that, mm. that I eat that morning. You know, and mm. so 
I, I have that, and you know, two. Let me see. Uh, Nikolai and Paolo work there now. Oh wow! Was, was kind of running it for a couple of years, and um, and so that's a good thing. I feel really good about that, and I don't want to expand because, you know, people always want to go into business, and it's always the same thing. Kevin. It's always like, yeah, I'll put up all the money and. You run the place, and we'll split the profits. And I always say, you know what? I'll put up the money, and you run the place, <laughs> and we'll and we'll split the profits. Because it's like it's a never-ending day. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you're married to uh, uh, whatever business you own; it owns you. Mm-hmm. And so, and because I'm a pain in the ass with roasting and and bagging and labels and and writing on each label what it is. Because it really is from my hands to your cup, truly. Mm. It's not like an expression, you know? And so I can't do that, you know, with another place the way I'd like to do it. Mm. And the whole concept with this place was when we all retire one day, we're not going to stop working. So I thought the people that I really love and family Mm -hmm. members, I could have them come train for two weeks and they can have a cafe. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that was the idea with that. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. You, you want to plug the location or website or however, wherever the best way to... Uh... No. No? Yeah. no. Well. It's fine. I have people... I love you. You're too real. You're too real to a fault, I feel no, like. No, it's, it's <laughs> not in a bad way. Don't want to say it. It's more work. You make it more work. Oh, no problem. No problem. I, yeah. I had wonderful, wonderful people. I had... Uh, to Airbnbs, and so we would always have like cheese and bread and coffee and olives and all this good stuff. Mm. And so people would order when they were back in places like, are you ready for this? <laughs> Seattle. Oh, the coffee York, place. Yeah. Gee, and Hawaii. And I'm like, it's not like you can't get good coffee out there. This is ridiculous. And so, <laughs> um, and, I, and I did have <sighs> online ordering, but I can't stand it because I'm doing enough as it is, and then I gotta go to the post office. And use their boxes, and then sometimes the boxes more cost more than the coffee does, and I just I, I can't I can't do it, so I stopped. <laughs> yeah, jeez. You know, yeah. just tell people just go into the shop when you get a chance. You know, huh. and that's it, and it just keeps me a little more sane. Yeah. You know, I don't need uh, one more thing to do. It's just too much. I would do it if I had a partner, if I you know the kids mm-hmm. were into it. You know, and somebody that would do that kind of thing. But it's like if I don't do everything or most things, then I can't keep the price. Like if I didn't load, then I couldn't have the prices that I have. And mm. then not everybody can have my yeah. coffee. You know yeah, it's really and probably even more important than ever with inflation and everything, where everything's more expensive everywhere. Yes. Probably even affecting you. Right. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. Plus, I can, I can control the bean and where it comes from. And, and I just. Yeah. And, and I like that. You know, it's kind of like cooking. You know, once you make a marinara that's more than three gallons, it's no longer a marinara. Mm. It just becomes something else. It's mm. just, it's it, it could be 98%, really. Mm. But it's not 100%. It's not you. Mm. You know, it's not you. So, and it, that, that might sound like, I don't know, it might sound like a lot of things, but I just learned that from the people that I learned how to cook from. You know, and so like when I say to my kids, 
if the pizza is forty dollars, and they they finish my sentence. Where the pizza is free, Dad? Yes, it's the same pizza. So yes, <laughs> it has to be the same pizza. It yeah. has to be the same. You can't say, oh well, he's not paying for it, or that guy's homeless, and mm. you know she's got money, or whatever it is. Mm. You got to make the same pizza same because pizza. the pizza is you, man. Oh. It's you. That's it. Huh. Done. You know. I love that. So, yeah. Yeah. Get a little of your fingerprint. <laughs> so with the historic strike ratified like did you have any projects that were like paused that when you were like going 100 percent into your you know your side hustle business that was well it's more than a side hustle business i shouldn't call it that but well, with the strike i uh, i found out that they were going to expand my character mm. Antonio, on uh, the family business Ooh. and so i I was kind of like, um, you know, it, it was one of those things where it was uh, a ultra micro budget kind of thing. Mm. And so I was told, you know, if you do one episode, you know, at this rate that it's like extra sort of rate, honestly, mm. you know, and uh, if they like, you know, call you back. Well, they called me back for like five more episodes mm. and my rate never went up. And the problem with that was this. I thought I didn't need my minimum as an actor to get my insurance. So oh, having to pay over $1,200 a month for this insurance and then the kids, that job actually costed me. I could have made more money not acting and just paying for insurance. Isn't that crazy? Oh, my God. Yes. And so they wanted to book me right before the strike. And I just told my manager, I said, listen, I can't do it. Yeah. This job is costing me too much. And I just, I don't want to do it. Did, so did, you, did you just say no like that? Or did you say, like, if they raise no. my rate, I'll do it? Well, or no? You know, they, they, like, they, I mean, that goes without saying your manager. But, yeah. they, they didn't do it before. And I just mm. told them in no current terms. I said, I, I can't physically mm. do this job and not worry about insurance for my kids yeah. and no 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 and it's not like oh i have this great credit and i love it and this is you know it wasn't like that it was very practical it was like oh god insurance you know i said well what do you mean the rate is such and such i won't even say it because it was so incredibly unfair yeah. to anyone having nothing to do with credits no credits it's like yeah. you, you can't pay somebody you know uh, 20 something bucks an hour <laughs> That's on a TV show, yeah. you know, because it's legal for SAG because, you know, they're crazy. able to do it somehow. And so, um, so that was that. And then uh, one of negotiations and they, they came up with a number and I agreed to it. And then uh, I got booked to, to shoot the next week and then we striked. We went on strike three years later. <laughs> and now it's over. And so I've been in. I've shot a couple of episodes since since the strike uh, ceased. So, and so, um, which is good because my character is bigger now, and um, it's going to be seeing a lot of me through season five. You'll tell me how I did. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Well, you so, might not watch it, but I'll check it out. I'll give you. No, I won't, I won't watch it. I'll, I will though. Bro. I'll tell you how I get this. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool yeah. too. Man, like, uh, yeah, you sent me those pictures. I can't believe a lot of those hard-hitting uh, co-stars. Like Michael J. Yeah, White. Yeah, and, oh, great, yeah great. Ernie Hudson. I, couldn't, I was like, whoa, I got to check this out. Let me tell you, 
Michael J. He is a prince of a man. Oh, good. I would hope so. I've been a fan forever. Oh, yeah. You know, you don't know who's who. You know, everybody has to get COVID tested before they go in. You don't know who's who. Mm -hmm. And so this guy comes walking up, and he's walking up a certain way, and I start laughing. Oh. And I say out loud to him, I said, you know, back in Jersey, we would all know that you're a cop. You know that, right? <laughs> and he starts laughing and says, you know, I teach martial arts. Oh, my God. And I, and I come from a family of cops back Holy east. Shit. Well, I didn't know that part of him. I knew he was a black belt. But wow. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. And I was like, well, you know, you can't hide behind your finger. I mean, like we would, we would all know. You wouldn't. It's specific. It's not a West Coast cop. There's no sunglasses on. There's a kindness. It's just a different. Hmm. And like, and I, you can see him just look at everything very. He's very naturally elegant. He's a mm -hmm. prince of man. I'm telling you, this guy. He's got these these manners about him. Huh. Mm -hmm. huh. Mm -hmm. It's like he was raised by his grandmother. He has that oh. kind of yeah, um, spirit. And it's funny because, you know, after about 15 minutes of talking this time together, I come to find out that I'm doing a scene with him. And I was like, oh, um, we, we're going to be doing a scene together. It's so good that we talked and this, <laughs> that, and the other. And I didn't realize that, it, you know, we're, we're, we're supposed to be at odds. <laughs> so, you know, and... Um, and he's 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 great, 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 great guy. Oh, cool. Sean Ryan Gold is like a freaking big teddy bear. And oh. um, and Darren, who plays Orlando, is so solid. And it, and it was crazy because um, when I was working with him again, and he just reeks of I don't care what he sounds like. Uh, uh, because that's part of the character. Mm. He just reeks of being well-read and well-trained. Mm. He just does, right? Mm. And so I said to him, I said, you know, I don't know if I've said this before, but I just got a hit that you're going to be playing the King of Siam and, and the King and I on Broadway. So I'm going to find out, you know, he, he started out on Broadway. And, <sighs> and he says, I love the King and I. I was like, you know, people don't understand that it's not about you know, like a school teacher and the king, it's it's about, you know, power struggles and mm -hmm. race struggles and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I just got a hit, bro. You know, you're going to be playing. And ironically enough, you know, I can't, I could hardly work a, a cell phone. <laughs> I I get home and I get this hit, like, you got to do more, Mario. <laughs> and so I somehow... I think it's with Instagram or Insta Message or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was able to take one of his pictures and 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 get this position for everyone to sign that he be the king in oh. the next production of the King and I. Which is, <laughs> which is like you that was like you you don't understand. If you told me I was going to do this, I'd say give me four or five six hours, and yeah. I did it in like I, I think it was forty five seconds. Huh. So I knew it was something divine that was just like the channel or something like this <laughs> and and i do and, and i do know that he's going to be playing this character i just know it. i just know it because i saw it i got mm. such a hit man <laughs> i'm saying i'm psychic when you're like that i just and when i said to him did i ever say this or am i having a deja vu and he said you mentioned it to me the last time we worked and i said okay well it's happening it's on it's in the book <laughs> like it's in the book you're part of his uh, team now. You're like his manager, kind of. Well, no, <laughs> it's, just, it's just one of those things. Mm. You know, it's like we keep so much to ourselves, mm. you know, uh, uh, and certain things, I think, 
can't, not only can they not hurt, but they can actually help, mm-hmm. you know, or they can inspire or whatever the story mm-hmm. is. And, and you got to roll with it. I mean, you got the hit, you knew it was meant to be, and I was part of it, part of that yeah. cosmic web, well, you know? Yes. <laughs> you just link the two pieces of the web. Yeah. Yep. That's it. The web, uh, 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 we there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Hear yes, that Marvel yes. cast Mario as the web weaver. <laughs> Summer 2025. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know, so I'm still chipping away over here. And yeah. I was so excited when you sent me those pictures and, you know, you don't look older. You look a little more, what is it? A little more action guy-ish in those suits. No. Pick up, no so I, like, you know, I, I have I mean, so you didn't you didn't send me a full body shot. It was you know yeah, waist no. up, but still you know. So I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> well, you know, suits, suits change people. It's true. Give they give everybody a good body, I guess, <laughs> uh, or something like this. So it's fun. It's funny because I I had a scene with Dominique. Um, and they said something about coming out of the shower with no shirt on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't do this when I could. <laughs> and I ain't doing it now. Yeah. So like, I brought a robe or you have one for me. But I ain't coming out. Yeah. <laughs> with us. You know, I have a hard time enough with my lines. That's all I need. Um, you know, and so, so how did they, how did they, what they am doing? Would they film with a robe or like a yeah, tank top yeah, or what? Yeah, I just came out with the robe and, you know, on the bed with the robe. And, you know, it's it's crazy because when you're supposed to have, like, a love scene or something intimate, you know, there's 40 people on you. Dude, yeah. No kidding. Like, um, I don't yeah. know if I told you about this because I think it was right before I moved back to Portland or up there. It was, in, it was in Hollywood. I had this audition for Operation Repo. And it went great. It was an improv scene. The the uh, the audition was all improv and stuff. And I don't know if you know Operation Repo, but it's, like, kind of like cops. But, like, it's Repo Men, you know. And so they always, you know, people are, you know, each each time people are improving all the lines and everything, but they, you know, you have an indestination, like, oh, you're fighting with your girlfriend, and they repo you, okay. But, um, so it went great, it went so great, Mario, one of those auditions, you know, where it's so fucking good, that yeah. it's like, if they don't book me, they just decided they need, they need another race or gender or something, you know what I mean, like, yeah. I got this, you know, exactly. or they ain't doing it, you know. Um, so, like, time goes by, and I'm living in that apartment by Burbank, in Burbank, yeah, with Kathleen, you know, across from Warner Brothers, you know? Time goes, I'm like, man, I, what the fuck? Did I not book this? And all of a sudden they call me and they're like, hey, yeah, you got it. Next Monday, Tuesday, whatever, what have you, whatever it was. And uh, I'm like, cool, it was great. You know, and they said, oh, by the way, it's in the nude. Are you cool with that? And then they're, it was just like, on a dime, they just dropped it. I'm like, and you know, you know, you know me back then, I was struggling to make ends meet even. And I, and I just wanted it, period. And I was like, uh, yeah, it was pixelated, but it's like, yeah. So, I mean, I did that, I did that improv in the nude. So, talking about love scenes with the X amount of crew around. Yeah. <laughs> Operation Repo, I think it's, I don't know if it's on Roku or Tubi, it's on one of those when you search on your smart wow. TV, but it's like, oh yeah, I know, yeah, I get, I get a little more famous, yeah, and all of a sudden they're like, mm, we have this app now where we can unpixelate, like, no, it was cold, oh my God. I'm gonna tell you, I'll have to release a sex tape to counterbalance that's, it, <laughs> that's crazy, that was before I was in a union, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I would have went to a management, yeah, yeah, now I remember, <laughs> I remember booking my first commercial, and uh, and they flew me and and um, Willie Garson. He wasn't a big actor on Sex and the City yet. Mm. 
and uh, Roseanne Arquette was in it, and James mm. Brown. And so um, they hired three uh, um, flamenco dance couples, and like the club had literally 800 extras. And thank you know, thank God for not knowing things. And what I mean by that is, I was complaining that you know I'm not getting enough auditions, and and my commercial, um, my commercial agent was also my modeling agent at the time, and he's like, you know, I'm gonna call you right back. Calls me back in ten minutes. He goes, okay, tomorrow morning, um, flamenco dancer, bring your flamenco outfit. And I was like, okay, and I, I didn't know what to do. I really did not know what to do, and it was crazy. I go to my friend Linda's house to talk to her about this. And on her TV, there's Ricardo Montalban in the flaming flamenco. Hmm. And I was like, oh, I can do that. And so I, I called a friend of mine who's, who was a, a plus model, mm -hmm. and I said, I need to borrow, like, a big blouse of yours. And uh, and so I did that, and I got these, like, cha-cha flutes from another friend of mine, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Now, when I go to the audition... There's a lineup, like like oh, a chorus line, no. Oh, no, yeah. and there's people stretching. They're, they're putting their ankles up to God and, <laughs> and all this kind of thing. And the guy in front of me, he says something like, my name is Marcos. I'm doing flamenco puro on the runway. Do I know you from there? And I was like, no, maybe you know me from the pizzeria. I'm not going to go. So I got really intimidated, and I thought, I should just roll. And... I did, and for whatever reason, I go in, and they were like, "We have Barbara, who's going to be your filmmaker partner." And so it's getting worse and worse by the second. So they play the music, and just out of nowhere, I just went into like a freestyle flamenco. I just picked up as many things that I could remember from Ricardo Montalban, mm -hmm. and she's spinning with this tutu kind of thing. I don't know, with my hands and stamping my feet, blah, 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 blah. and so. I booked the job with two wow. other uh, principal dance couples as wow. well as with Barbara. Look at you. Barbara did grub life. Now, one guy who was a great guy was Madonna's choreographer. Hmm. And the other guy was like an Avenelli uh, teacher. And then there's me. Hmm. And so... The whole thing revolved around, you know, Polaroids of, of Willie Garson and Rosanna Arquette going throughout um, the city and the James Brown and this, that, and the other. And so when they get to this club, uh, they take Polaroids, of course, and the still photographer, Richard Noble, fantastic, just incredible photographer. It's actually Mobile, he's <laughs> Italian, they took the, the E off for work. Um, he's taken, you know, 10 hours of Polaroids of everybody. And in the commercial, when I go to the club, the Polaroid comes out, and it's me and Barbara. After all wow. that craziness wow. of, of knowing that you're a liar, Mario, you should not be here, we get the Polaroid. And huh. so soon afterwards, Richard Noble would contact my agent all the time for... Um, commercials and for still, you know, for modeling jobs. And I just, it was that kind of thing where you'd go in and then they want you to take your shirt off, you know, and, and that could be fine. You know, it happens. Mm -hmm. 
but sometimes it's not really needed. I, like, why are you? Well, when I was told, I was like, well, this is for bathing suit thing, for heavy on water or something like this. And um, the casting director said, just, you know, you have underwear on. I said, yeah. So she said, you know, just take your pants off. And so I take my pants off. And she says, you got to be kidding me, because I have long johns on to my ankles. Oh. <laughs> she goes, do you have anything on underneath that? And I said, no. And so he calls me up like, why do you keep turning away work? from me <sighs> and i was like Richard, i'm not you know that kind of you know uh, um, wait was this in hollywood why are you wearing long johns it it's always so hot there <laughs> oh no 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 it was cold it was in... cold out that winter oh okay. no this is in hollywood <laughs> and he was like let let me do my job if i think that you're right for a job that means i think you're right for a job i'm not gonna have to just come in so i see you <laughs> in a bathing suit yeah you know and so um and so that's that story isn't that crazy? I That's mean, like, insane. when something's meant to be, it's, yeah. it's like, if we're going up for an Italian role, and I just call up all my friends that are the same type as me, and I remember my wife saying to me, why do you do that? You, you, you know, you're messing up your odds, and I'm like, listen, if it's my job, it's my job. If it's their job, it's their job. It has hmm. nothing to do with me. You know, but to have the opportunity makes everyone's odds better. Hmm. And that's that, and I believe that. I really believe that. Yeah, it makes sense. It's just what it is. You know? Now, when you say it to her, does she believe it, or does she say, that's great, honey, but that's like $15,000 you threw away, maybe. (laughs) No, she went, no, she didn't buy it, because she was an agent. Yeah. She was an agent, so she didn't buy it. She didn't believe in that. She believed in other things, but she didn't believe in that. So, so that's the good story. Mm. Yeah. That's amazing. Yes, yes, you guys yes. are still together. I love that. Wow. That. Yeah. How many guys have been married now? Over 20 years. That's wild. That's like 100 in Los Angeles. Time. Oh, yeah. I remember being yeah, like a kid when you'd see people like uh, Kidman and Cruz in the papers. Like, oh, that's the, the people aren't even in real relationships out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, there's so much weird stuff that you're like, well, how is that possible? You know, what do you mean? And a lot of it is possible. A lot of it is, I mean, like, the, the most absurd stuff that you think, come on, I can't be real, is probably more real than the stuff that you think. Well, naturally, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, I'm sorry I'm making noise over here, like I'm cleaning dishes. I don't know. That sounds not picking it up, so you're good. <laughs> good. Good, good, good. But listen, I got to get going. All yeah. I got to make a call before five. I have to. Oh yeah, what do you? To, yeah, what do you I gotta do? Get my, um, I have to get my uh, 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 what the hell is it called? Hernia oh, surgery. Shit. I had to, I had to change the date, and it's my doctor's like you can't even be walking around, man. You just oh have to get fuck! So yeah. I canceled because I was working yesterday. Oh my god! And so I I'm trying to get it done before the year between yeah. days that that they have me scheduled. Which is crazy because it's crazy. Yeah, no, totally, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, my, I mean, we've taken up your time anyway. I mean, I'm definitely hitting no, you up next no, time no, I'm in no, Cali no, for no, sure, no. bro. <laughs> it feels like ten minutes, which is crazy because yeah. I was like, he's gonna be like, okay, we got everything in like ten minutes. <laughs> what is there to talk about? Like, how interesting is what I'm doing here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, so, so interesting. I can't believe it's ten to five. That's crazy. That's wild. It's it's crazy. 
Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. I'm glad you're doing this. You got a great voice. Oh, as do you. You know how to, you know how to diffuse <laughs> the wicked, and you've got to keep acting because you got enough personalities for, for three people. Oh, <laughs> thanks, man. That means the but world. Don't stop acting. I won't. Everything is a side hustle. Okay. Everything is a side hustle, including the acting. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, we make it so precious, and it's not. It's not. Hmm. It's a silly business that we take so seriously, mm-hmm. and it's no different than any other side hustle. And the minute you take it seriously, I think your odds of working weaken. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, no. I just do. Like, just, yeah. like, just you know, it's good. You get it good. You don't good. Mm-hmm. You know, you have so much to do. There's so many other things to do. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's like recess as a kid, you know? I mean, you know. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes, it is. You're playing That's recess. Right. You're really Batman. You're really Lion-O in that moment on the playground, and then it's over, you know? But, boom. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Go clean your room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go clean your room. Go your mother. <laughs> that should be yeah. your stand-up special on Netflix. Yeah. Go clean your room. Netflix, Thursday. Oh, yeah. Is that right? That's a good Yeah. <laughs> I keep saying, you know, somebody needs to get a, a crew of just uh, good actors or funny comedians and do a, like, in living color, because nothing's funny oh. anymore. No, I know, yeah. Like, nothing's funny. You know, if I try to watch any kind of stand-up, you know, or, like, uh, Saturday Night Live, it's just nowhere near funny. It's, it's not weird. Smart, it's not it's not like there's uh, some good SNL but it's sometimes it's so insane how so often it just the sketch just ends I'm like wait that was written that's that's what they came up with over a week of writing it's like are you, are you kidding me and it's not funny because everything is over the top and yeah and it's, that means there's a lot of talented people in there but I mean it's, yeah it's just so crazy how frequent it's just like wait what like what yep. <laughs> yep yep it's an odd and it's a weird thing hmm. so yeah so you need to do that. Keep that in the back of your head. Oh, Get yeah. a green screen. Grab a bunch of people. And write good sketch comedy, man. Okay. Because it's so dead right now. It's like, if, if there's another um, uh, 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 person... Mad TV, let me call talking, Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of yeah. like, everything is kind of like, make fun of the white man. Mm-hmm. So if you're ethnic, you can do that. But then, like, white people can't poke fun at... Uh, people of color mm-hmm. or, you know, people of different ethnicities. And that's so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think we're in trouble as a country when, you know, you can't say outrageous, outlandish things uh, with comedy because then you're a racist. Mm-hmm. That's whack. Yeah. That's fucking whack. Yeah. And it makes me crazy. And so something needs to be done. God damn it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, no, really. And you're the man, Kevin. You're the man. I'll work. I'll come up with something. I mean, I was the only uh, white kid at Martin Luther King Elementary, and uh, they called me Charlie Brown. And that's what yeah. <laughs> I mean. I was I was making people laugh so I wouldn't get jumped, and then uh, right. boom. That's exactly <laughs> right. And you know what? Pain, pain makes you funny. Yeah. Pain makes you funny. It's as simple as that. You know, mm-hmm. we as a society and a culture in, in the United States, it's like to suffer. Is not allowed, and it's like a dirty thing. Like you don't, you don't want to suffer. So there's a cream, there's a foam, there's a jelly for you not to feel. And it's kind of like the best shit comes out of suffering mm-hmm. while you're in it, 
It's the reality, you know. It's, it's yeah. the reality. It's the knowledge that you get before you break your ass, you limp for a while, and then you dance again. What the fuck? That's why we're the so, most real, my Italian brother, because we're always in love or we're always heartbroken, you know? That's what I say. Yeah, well, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. You know, yeah. you get up, you wash your ass, and you move on. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know? It's all the same. So, well, listen, it's so good talking to you. Yeah. Oh, you and too, bro. I love you, bro. Thank you so much for thinking about me. Yeah. And when you're in town, come see me. Well, come see you. Boom. Yeah, you were going to come to Portland. I remember when I was uh, in L.A., you were like, I'm, we're thinking of moving to Portland. I was like, oh, well, yeah, yeah. at one point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, right, yes. Well, good luck with that hernia, man. Jeez. Thank Oof. you, my brother. It's just one of those things that I don't want to do. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to be freaking. First doctor says to me, I need you off your feet for the next five days. And so I say to him, well, that's not going to happen. I just don't want to make an appointment. Mm-hmm. And then he says to me, can you give me 48 hours? <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. I like the negotiating. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. You know? <laughs> so, well, now that you got your insurance with uh, family business and all that lined yeah, up, you can do yeah, it. Yeah. So, yes, I mm-hmm. can do it and I don't have to worry. Yeah, so don't get me started on that. You gotta, you gotta take care of this stuff when you can. Cause I, had, I finally got all my teeth all good. I had a, a, a broken uh, what crown, and then I overcompensated and broke a molar on the other side. And they convinced me to get a bovine implants, and so I got those. Expensive as fuck, but man, worth it. Let me tell you something. I, I, one of my teeth fell out of my head, and I cemented it in for a year and six months. Yeah. And my dentist was like, you got to be kidding me. You went to another dentist, Mario, it's fine. And I was like, dog, teeth are no different than tile. <laughs> I know how to restore, and I'm telling you that I put the tooth back in. So when he takes the tooth out, he's like, "What? What, what did you use to glue this?" And I was like, "Well, it's a kind. It's kind of a, a combination between a mastic and cement." And I well, knew that that would not come off. And he was just beside himself. He was just beside himself. Way too and now he's 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 uh you know reverse engineered it, patented it. Now he's going to be a billionaire. Great. I don't know about that. <laughs> he, he was just like a, I hate yeah. to say. That you did an incredible job, and I was like, "Thank you." I needed my tooth, and mm-hmm. and you know that's that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just restore the cathedral that is Mario. You know. That's it. You Boom. make the salt. <laughs> same thing. You you wash your kids' ass. It's the same thing. Everything is the same. Kid. The older I get, the more I know that everything is the same. Mr. Miyagi was right back in 1984 in Karate Kid. Same, same. You're right. Miyagi number one, man. He knows. <laughs> Number one, that dragon, you know. <laughs> so, well, listen, have a good night. I love you. You too, bro. We will hang and I will soon. See you soon. Oh, okay? tell tell everyone that I, that I know I love them, and boom. Definitely, no doubt. I'm gonna call Kathleen right now. Boom, love it. And I'm gonna say, don't, don't listen to our podcast because I didn't say. There's the dirt. <laughs> you know, I said. Avoid episode twenty-one in two weeks. Just uh, forget about yeah. it. You know. I'm gonna tell her uh, I outed you. <laughs> Everything, the dirt. Say tea has been spilled. Yes, exactly. I got pictures too, but that's for next time. All right, Kevin. Have a good night. God bless you. You too, man. Bye. And that was multifaceted Mario Di Catch him now in family business and much more.
If you just look him up on IMDb, you'll find all his stuff. Like seven, I was surprised he was in that. And, oh, musical guest. Just got booked for last next week. So when you hear that person, like, hey, that was that. But I mean, so much more like a Ford versus Ferrari and, and so many things I wasn't even aware that my good friend was in. So IMDb, him, like you said, family business is what he's working on right now for a bunch of episodes. So, yeah. Thanks for catching up with uh, me while I caught up with uh, an old friend. And cherish your friends, folks. Like I cherish you. <laughs> Good night. That Kevin Show was brought to you in part by T-Mobile, the uncarrier. Well, friends, the theater lights have come back on overhead. Please clean up the candy wrappers you snuck in and traverse safely. See you next week. Or super fans online at patreon.com backslash that Kev one show. Good night. This portion of that Kev One show is supported by Bohemian Dream Gifts, made with organic and natural oils that nourish and hydrate your skin. Man, I don't know if it's the weather outside or the gym that was killing my skin, because my right elbow on the uh, it itched like the Dickens, like I was become like the lizard from Marvel Comics. Um, I think it's that machine where you put your elbow in and do the lifts, you know, for the bicep. But uh, I was itching my skin like crazy during, uh, well, I won't say who because I don't want them associated with rough skin with one of our guests <laughs> here in the near future here. <laughs> but my left, my right elbow was getting ashy and coming up, getting red and irritated. Anyway, I used some of the promotional cookie dough body oil from Bohemian Dream Gifts that they gave us. And my skin... I'm not kidding. Came back. I can vouch for that one. The cookie dough oil baby body oil. The cookie dough body oil brought my skin back to life like an Evanescence song. I'm not kidding. My skin is smooth and happy again. 100%. You can buy cookie dough oil on Etsy at the Bohemian Dream Gifts shop. Check out their other stuff as well. But that's one that I that I swear by now. <laughs> and as soon as my promotional one runs out, I'm going to order some myself. So go to Etsy and visit the Bohemian Dream Gifts shop today. What's better than your favorite talk show? Well, maybe homemade delicious food, cold beer, or a drink of your choosing in a comfortable atmosphere. Well, look no further than the Boulevard Tap House. For the world-famous fish and chips, seafood, all-around delicious menu with pizza, all kinds of food, wings, steak bites, anything you can imagine when you want to watch the big game or catch some live jazz if you pick the right night. Open seven days a week. Go to BoulevardTapHouse.com right now. I like to go to their Terwilliger Curve location. That's the uh, the uh, home location for their not only their fish and chips, and they knew that they always used to give me uh, um, Caesar Caesar chicken salad and wine. Um, they kind of made jokes and made fun of me of that. My favorite food there now might just be the brand new. Mark Kevin. That's a margarita pizza named after me. <laughs> Don't know if they do it because I'm Italian or what, but I had it, and it is delicious and, uh, dare I say, nutritious. Anyway, friends, go on in. Have a great time. When you're there, you truly are family. No cap. Enjoy the Boulevard Tap House today. <laughs>